This is an ABC podcast. Hey there, friends. It's Ruby here, and this is News Time. Hi, Ruby. You know the drill. We're counting down five news stories from story number five down to number one, our wow of the week. On today's show, we'll head to a rainbow party that everyone is invited to. We'll celebrate International Women's Day and we'll hear about some incredible flood rescues. We'll meet a young girl who had a very special visitor at her school. And finally, we'll reveal our wow of the week. I'm ready. Alrighty then, time for our first story. Story number five. There was a big party last week. It was called the Sydney Gay and Lesbian Mardi Gras. Looks like everyone partying, dancing, doing costumes. It's sort of celebrating people who are like lesbian, gay, bi, transgender. It's basically celebrating like everybody and whoever you want to like marry or be with and like who you are. Well said. The Mardi Gras Festival has lots of events over a couple of weeks with music and dancing and lots of rainbows everywhere. It happens every year and everyone is invited. It's a big celebration of Australia's LGBTQIA community, the freedom to be yourself and to love who you love. Do you know someone who's part of the LGBTQIA rainbow? Maybe you have two mums or two dads. That is something to celebrate. We really need something like that a night where they can feel safe no matter what. Mardi Gras has been happening for more than 40 years and it's a celebration of equality. Equality means treating people fairly no matter who they are or where they're from. This year, the theme was United We Shine. It celebrates Australia's rainbow family and the care and support we share by standing together. When people come together for LGBTQIA equality and support each other, the message of love and inclusion is heard even louder and everyone shines that little bit brighter. Then everyone can be happier. The world can be a better place. All right, let's shimmy on over to our next story. Story number four. This week, it was International Women's Day. That's a day to celebrate women for their achievements and their courage and their determination. If there's Amelia Earhart, there's like someone Biles, my mum, my aunties and my babysitters because they're really nice. Women do all sorts of amazing things, but sometimes their achievements aren't celebrated. And in lots of places, women face discrimination, which means they have less opportunity to do things like go to school or they might get paid less money for doing the same job as a man. Well, I think that's unfair because if women are doing the same job as men, why don't they get paid the same much for doing the same job? Exactly. International Women's Day is all about changing the world for the better. Back when it first started more than 100 years ago, most women weren't even allowed to vote or own their own house or choose their own job. 
But because of some courageous women throughout history, a lot has changed. We still have a long way to go, though, before things are equal. This year, the focus for International Women's Day is making sure that clever ideas from girls and women are listened to. Really unfair if they don't let everyone have a say. So, this International Women's Day, let all our voices be heard. OK, on to the next story. Story number three. There's been a lot of rain around Australia over the past few weeks, but it's been especially heavy in parts of New South Wales and Queensland. Roads and homes and paddocks have been flooded and thousands of people have had to evacuate their homes. That means they have to leave their homes as quickly as possible to stay safe. In Lismore, in New South Wales, the flood water was higher than it's ever been before, and some people were trapped in their homes or on top of their roofs. The State Emergency Service, or SES for short, worked really hard to use boats and helicopters to rescue as many people as possible. Lots of people needed help, so some locals with boats stepped up to help as well. It's really kind because they know that a lot of people are like struggling, so they go around and rescue them. Two men named Vincent and Jeff hopped in their tinny at four o'clock in the morning and drove their little boat along flooded roads to rescue people stuck in their homes. They saved 25 people. Yeah, I think they felt relieved and happy that they have been, like, rescued from the flood. Vincent and Jeff weren't the only people to come to the rescue. There are lots of stories just like theirs. And there are lots of amazing helpers, like the SES, who are ready to lend a hand as well. Thank you for um, rescuing all the people from the floods because they really needed your help. Emergencies don't happen very often, but it's a good idea to be prepared. Know, like, your parents' numbers and know the emergency numbers in case something bad happens. And then you can call an emergency number, like, 000. Yep, and it's a good idea to talk with your family about what you'd do if there ever was an emergency. Okay, hold on, because we're off to the other side of the world for this next story. Story number two. Embla is 11 years old and lives in the country North Macedonia. She has Down syndrome, which is a disability that can affect the way someone learns and grows. A couple of weeks ago, Embla was moved into a class full of kids who don't have Down syndrome. Her parents had worked hard to give her an opportunity to learn with everybody else. But not everybody was happy about that. Some kids in the class didn't like the fact that Embla had joined them. And Embla would often find herself sitting alone. I think that's really unfair. What these kids are doing is bullying. The kids were treating Embla differently because of her disability. And that's not fair. I think that's really unfair and then they shouldn't um, treat her that way just because she has a disability because it doesn't change anything. In North Macedonia, the leader of the country is called the president and this president heard about the bullying and decided to do something. President Penderovsky came to Embla's town one day and held her hand as he walked her into the school. That's really nice. 
I think that would have made her um, a bit more happier to see that the president cared. It was a big deal for all the parents and all the teachers and all of the students to see the president at their little school. It sent a strong message that it was wrong to exclude Embla. President Penderovsky said the most important thing he wanted to show was that we should be empathetic to each other. That means we should think about the way our actions might make someone else feel before we say or do something. Maybe they could start encouraging her and playing with her at lunchtimes and stuff. Because people might be different, but we're all the same, because, like, we're all humans. That's right. And, like the president's actions showed, a little kindness goes a long way. And now, it's time for... Wow of the Week! This story made me go wow because it's really crazy, but it's kind of fun to hear about. Long before tissues ever existed, there might have been dinosaurs that roamed the earth sneezing. <laughs> Scientists have just discovered an interesting fossil from a diplodocid. Diplodocids were sauropods. They're the dinosaurs with long necks and tails. The fossil showed that this diplodocid had a bad infection. A bit like a cold. Millions of years ago. That's crazy. They've named this sniffly dino Dolly. And they think that this giant herbivore would probably have had symptoms like a nasty cough, headaches and a fever. Poor Dolly. When paleontologists found little bumps along Dolly's neck bones, they were pretty confused. They took a photo and they sent it to some other scientists to have a look at. The ones who work with birds immediately knew it was a disease that affects breathing called air sacculitis. And it's pretty common in one descendant of the dinosaurs that are still around today. Birds. Whoa. What makes this discovery so special is that Dolly's fossil is the first from a non-bird-like dinosaur to show evidence of this kind of disease. That teaches us a lot about the kinds of sicknesses that dinosaurs might have had. I think that's very um, strange. Imagine if scientists dug up your snotty tissues a million years from now. Embarrassed. <laughs> And that is all, my friends. Thank you. Thanks, Ruby. Thanks, Ruby. Don't forget to do the news time quiz. It's in the show notes. I'm off to sniff out some news for next week. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Or, as they say in Spanish, adios. News time is an ABC Kids Listen podcast. For other awesome podcasts to play, music to move to and stories and soundtracks for sleep, Download the ABC Kids Listen app. It's free from your app store.